What is happening, fellow fantasy GMs? I'm JJ Wang. He is the bearded one, DJ Dove. And with our powers combined, we are the Fantasy Couriers. Okay, week 13, JJ Wang. Here we go. We have a loaded show tonight. So before I'll let you, you're going to tell most of the first part. I'll get everybody all the, the info out of the way. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube comments. Check us out the fantasy football, fantasy careers.wixsite.com <laughs> slash website. You can hear who one of my favorite podcasts is, guys. Um, check us out on Facebook. If you have your phone on, the podcast is embedded. We're on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you like them, we are there. And there's a DraftKings contest this week. Hey, I came back into my last place. I'm still slow and steady so you ready for week 13 um not really i mean it's such a disaster out there i don't even really i mean it's, <laughs> no i i mean i am but i mean it's it's just a disaster. i love I feel, our, I, we had a discussion I tonight all you fantasy players out there man. i'm right there with you your you, cousin tonight in one of our threads he has like the best team in the world and he doesn't have CMC. He doesn't have Derek Henry. He doesn't have D. Like his team, we're gonna yeah. talk about in a second. His team has basically almost all of these guys. That's how good he was. It's it's amazing to see. Yeah, the I mean, he, mighty I mean, fall. Yeah, he's lost his three starting rounds: CMC, Kamara, and Derek Henry. So and I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm laughing the whole way too. That's great. So um, start us out with some injuries. The injuries are going to lead to our game later, and we're going to talk about some college quarterbacks. We're getting ready for a dra- dynasty offseason already. Is it that time? That makes me kind of sad. There's a tear in my eye, man. Almost forgot there was a game tonight since we're recording here on Thursday. I'm not used to it. Yeah, it saves us some segment time. So everybody, hope you enjoyed the uh, Saints versus Cowboys. Hopefully it wasn't a bad game, but with a ton of injuries, who knows what's going to happen in that game. So we're not even going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get an opportunity to talk about all that mess. But yeah, we'll jump in here to injury, injury news. I guess the biggest news is probably CMC hurt again. This guy's been hurt for two years. I think it was an ankle sprain, correct? Was it an ankle sprain? I think. Uh, I believe. I believe. I'm not. I think. I think it was. But yeah, that's devastating. Like all these, my daughter is in her first fantasy league this year, and she drafted CMC, and she's already. She already doesn't like that guy, so <laughs> feel bad for it. But yeah, CMC's out. Dalvin Cook hurt his shoulder. Just constantly injuries with Dalvin Cook is all the time. You just can't rely on this guy. And then uh, Miles Sanders. Standard. Uh, what what happened? To, what? How did Sanders get hurt? I wasn't sure. I I I am behind. You're putting me on the eight ball right here. <laughs> I'm looking him up as we got. CMC is an ankle injury. He is yeah. good and injured. Miles Sanders is just bad. <laughs> so they're really saying that he is. He has been upgraded. So we will see what what comes out of that. But the Miles Sanders injury as I am trying to stall here, is alleviating me. But I'll, I'll, I'll switch over here to Debo Samuel while you're looking that up. He pulled his um his quad, or I think I'm pretty sure it was his quad. I've seen him. He was taking a handoff. See, he shouldn't have been running the ball. He should be a receiver, not a running back. But he took the handoff, and you could tell as soon as he got hurt, he went straight down to the ground. Um, He said he was out for one to two weeks. That's a, that's a big blow, too. At least he'll be back for the playoffs. I mean, you're talking about your number two wide receiver there. Um, it definitely carried me in the fantasy nerds league. Uh, really relying on that guy a lot. And then the last one is Deon, um, DeAndre Swift. He's out. I mean, this <laughs> this kills the line. They just got nobody. I mean, I feel bad for these guys. 
Um, yeah, so he hurt his shoulder. The, the thing I have on Swift is so my cousin and my nephew had a just a simple $5 bet on whether or not DeAndre Swift will finish as a top 15 running back. I so, remember this. <laughs> so with this injury in the last two weeks, this could very well put him below that top 15 and give my nephew his $5. So we're, I'm, I'm hoping, even though I do like Swift, I would like to see my nephew come away with the $5. You got anything on these um, injured I do have an update. This is almost like today breaking news or yesterday breaking news, depending on when you're listening to us. Miles Sanders says he is going to try to play. It's an ankle injury. He expects to play against the Jets. I guess he just figures the Jets are so terrible that he doesn't need two feet to play against them. So he's going to like use crutches and just go across there and probably get hurt. But he is planning to play week 13. We'll see if the coaches and the training staff agree with him. So it is an ankle for him. Sorry it took so long. But yeah, ankle injury. Yeah, it's I mean, with Kamara out, I mean, it's it's just these injuries. I feel like this is like the worst it's ever been. I know injuries happen all the time, but this just feels different than it did. It, it does, and they haven't even played the the 17th game yet. And it's is it is their training offseason? Is the is it and you think about guys didn't get as hurt years ago, and what they've done, they collective bargained that they have less OTAs, they have less of that practice with the coaching staff. So it's like I wish I could collective bargain less work for more money. That would be magnificent. Absolutely. But, I mean, I feel like you can also make – I don't want to blame it on COVID, but the last, you know, mm-hmm. year and a half, they haven't been able to practice as much. I mean, they haven't yeah. been able to get in the work that they have. So, hopefully, maybe this just might be like a little blip in the radar and things will get back to normal next year. But it does make fantasy interesting. It makes a lot of a lot more guys relevant now. I mean, we're talking about Tony Jones being relevant. Um, he's, he's not even he, – he's in street clothes. Oh, is he? So never mind. He's not relevant. He's in street clothes. They put him. They Ingram probably till you all listen to this will have rushed for three thousand yards tonight. Maybe. So I mean, people. I'll say like people like Jamal Williams. I mean, Boston Scott. I mean, oh, they're coming up. Alexander Madison. I mean, these guys. I mean, you've got even Matt Burita is relevant right now. I mean, because he looks good and they're back. (laughs) It. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, but like I said, it's football. I mean, this is what makes it fun, even though it's 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 painful. Still fun. I hate to say that I had the gut feeling on CMC. He just had that feeling of a guy that was going to break, and I am going to be riding Chuba Hubbard into my best team, into the playoffs. It's going to be fun. A thread that came up. Hey, be careful about Amir Abdullah over there in that backfield catching all those passes. Okay. (laughs) But a thread that came up is that there's an article out, I forget who wrote it, but say with CMC being down, they're going to to drop like a rock. Are they going to revisit the Deshaun Watson trade? So that'll be something for us to talk about in the offseason. Maybe Russell Wilson. Ooh, I don't know, man. <laughs> we'll talk about that I later. I mean, I wouldn't want Russell Wilson now, but I feel like <laughs> Russell Wilson, I feel like over his career has done enough to probably warrant, you know. Yeah, he'll get something. Yeah, I mean, he, I think I think Russell Wilson's still good. Maybe the Steelers, too, for Russell. Five-second question here. Is Adrian Peterson signed with the Seahawks? Is he worth anything? Would you even put him on a deep, dip, a deep bench? I mean, you can. I mean, if he plays, he might get a touchdown. I mean, he's good for those goal line carries. Might fall into a touchdown, but I, I don't want no parts of that run game. Honestly, yeah. I don't want any parts of that team except maybe Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, Gerald Everett, oh. Gerald Everett's consistently. <laughs> he gets he gets touchdowns and decent tight end. You know why not? <laughs> so what you all will notice about us is when we get to the off season, we're probably going to talk more dynasty. So if you're a dynasty fan, you'll love it. 
keeper uh, redraft league guys listen to it we will talk about guys and how what we think they're going to do futures and into the season but um jj wang is going to be our college expert i watch very little college football so he is going to do that i'll do more looking in the offseason reading about guys looking up what reading back how they've been in the season but jj can you give us some top college quarterbacks that people should start looking into i sure can but before i go i, I am by no means an expert you know i haven't heard me <laughs> I don't watch a lot, a lot of college football, but I have watched more college football this year than I have, you know, the last, you know, three or four years. I think it's more because I'm finally, you know, I'm invested more in dynasty every year, more yeah. and more. So I'm looking at, you know, these college quarterbacks more. Um, of course, two years ago we had what Burrow, um, Dua. Dua and Herbert. Herbert. Last year, you know, Lawrence Fields, Lance, your Mac boy, Jones. Mac Jones, greatest quarterback. In the history, evidently. Um, so this year, I mean, I don't, I don't looking at it, I don't think it's going to be as good as those two years. I mean, but there is some solid players um, come um, that they have out there. You know, a couple guys that have been there for four years, and then you know, there's a couple guys that, you know just come out of nowhere that we hear about every year. But the first guy that I'll talk about is pretty much like the consist the consensus number one guy, and that's Matt Corral out of Ole Miss. He's in the Lane Kiffin offense. They're, you know, they're just putting up a lot of points. He's had two good years in a row. You know, he's he's a he's played 33 games in his career. They he's he's a good, accurate quarterback. He can scramble. Um, this year he has 3,300 passing yards, 20 touchdowns, four interceptions to go along with 600 rushing yards and 11 touchdowns. So I mean, he is that dual threat dual threat capability. He can run. The only downfall for Corral is that he's on that he's six foot. I like. I like my quarterbacks, you know, to be a little taller around that 6'3", six, 6'4", six, range. Not too many short quarterbacks. I mean, what, there's Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. That's about it. <laughs> like, but, I mean, he's retired. So, they're not – there's they're, they're, there's a few out there that can um, that can play. But, like, I, I like mine a little taller. Um, that's, that leads me to this next guy. He's out of pit, out of ACC. He's actually a four-year starter. Oh, and by the way, you can jump in whenever you want. Oh, no, I'm listening and learning. Okay. I'm looking up the guys as you're talking about them because <laughs> I don't have a lot of rookie draft capital, okay. so I'm not that attentive this year. Okay. So the guy that's played the most games in his career out of the guys I'm going to talk about, and that's on Kenny Pickett. He's been starting for four years out of pit. Um, he's been solid all four years. Um, this year he's finally, you know, jumped onto that national scene. Very possible. Could be, you know, quarterback, the QB of the year. Probably, he won't win the Heisman, but – there's so many different awards you can win. Um, he's 6'3", 220. So, you know, he's got the size you want for a, um, a quarterback. He's got a, a strong arm. He can get the ball down the field. I mean, he can even get out of the pocket and scramble a little bit. I mean, he's got 4,000 yards this year, 40 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Um, does He's got 220 yards uh, rushing and four, four TDs. So, I mean, he can get out of the pocket and scramble, and that's kind of what you want. Uh, so I mean, watch out for Kenny Pickett. I'd say I just noticed as you're talking about him, he was a five-year starter, so he will be a year yeah. older than other quarterbacks. Or I guess he redshirted, but he got. Yeah, I don't think he started in. Five hundred yard. He wouldn't start. He got five hundred yards his freshman year. Yeah. So, but in 2018, I think that's when he became the full-time starter, and he's mm-hmm. been like been there ever since. Um, the next guy, this guy's been. Boy. The number one guy for like three years, but this year hasn't been his greatest. His first two years were really good. And that's Sam Howe out of North Carolina. 
He's 6'1", 220. He's played in 35 games. He, he, he started since he was a freshman. Um, he's accurate, good scrambler, kind of in the mode of maybe like a Baker Mayfield type. Hopefully he's a little better than Baker, Baker Mayfield. He even kind of looks like Baker Mayfield a little bit, I think. You know, that's what makes me think of Baker Mayfield. But he's got 2,800 yards this year, 23 touchdowns, nine interceptions. He's really ran a lot this year. He had eight, over 800 yards and 11 touchdowns. I think last year he only had like 400 rushing yards, somewhere around that. So he's definitely upped his rushing ability. So watch out for Sam Howe. He could be – I think he's definitely a first-round pick. Definitely um, Pickett and Corral also first-round picks. Um, so, so I'm not a huge on Howe, but like I said, he's got that dual-threat capability. He can do it. He can do it all as well. The next guy, this was my favorite guy last yeah, I year. I love this guy for multiple um, reasons. You know, he's, I don't want to say he's a local kid, but, you know, he goes to, a, you know, school around the area. My daughter's dream school, actually. Yeah, he goes to Liberty, and that's Malik Willis. Again, he's only 6'1", 215, played in 25 games out of Liberty. He's got excellent arm strength. I mean, he this guy, I've watched – I probably watched more of his games than anybody. This guy can sling the ball all over the place. Now, is he accurate? I mean, he has his moments, but he's just like – you know, he's your traditional dual-threat quarterback. I mean, he's got 2,600 yards passing, 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 820 yards rushing, and then 11 TDs. So I kind of see him like 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 the Trey Lance type. Um, he can not as big as Trey Lance, but you know he can run. Um, he can throw. Like he would probably be best if he you know sit behind somebody for a year, um, try to and you know learn learn the system. But in you know in today's NFL, you know they're gonna throw him in there right away if they if they have to. But this year he hasn't been as good. Of course he does play at Liberty, so his competition level isn't the great greatest. So you also kind of got to look at that. Like the again, same way with Trey Lance, but like I said, the talent is there, the arm strength is there, the guy can scramble, and in today's NFL, you know that's what you're looking for. This next guy, probably the one of the bigger guys coming out, and that's um Carson Strong out of Nevada. He's got a big arm. He's your traditional pocket passer. This guy does not run. You know he stands in the pocket and throws the ball. He's got four thousand passing yards, thirty six touchdowns, and eight interceptions. Negative 208 yards rushing. So I'm just letting you know, he does not, you know, he does not run. Peyton Manning, you know, Peyton Manning Tom Brady type. You know, he's going to sit back there, throw the ball way down the field. You know, he's pretty accurate. Um, It's kind of stepped out into the spotlight this year. Uh, I didn't really hear about him much last year. And then this year he's come out playing really well. Uh, of course, going by his stats, 4,100 yards. So, so, like I said, he's played in 28 games. Like, he's solid. Maybe a Second round pick. I don't see him going in the first round. They'll probably go a little lower. And this next guy, this is probably one of my favorites. Probably not the best, but he's one of my favorites out of Cincinnati. Is uh, I think Desmond Ritter. I think this is. I feel bad. I think is uh, forgot his first name. I think it's Desmond Ritter. But he's six four, two fifteen. So another big guy. He's played in forty six games as well. Uh, he plays so being at Cincinnati, they're undefeated this year. They've been good the last two years. Uh, might even make the playoffs this year. And for Cincinnati, that's great. And to be the quarterback of Cincinnati that leads them to the playoffs, that helps the stock out a lot. He's got a, a good arm, not a great arm. He can get out of the pocket and run. 3,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, and eight interceptions to go along with 342 rushing yards and six touchdowns. So, you know, he can scramble a little bit too. Like, he's probably like, 
probably the you know the sixth guy on this list right here, probably one of my favorites. So watch out for Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. And that's my top six. And of course, we'll do this over the next couple of weeks. You know, we'll do the running backs, the receivers. And then as we get into the offseason a little bit more, we'll dive deeper in, you know, deeper into these guys because there's way more than, you know, six quarterbacks that are that are going to have the opportunity to play. Yeah. So my brother was like, you all got to talk about Brendan Armstrong. He's a big UVA fan. So he'll pop around the Ritter kind of area, probably drafting. Uh, there's, not a lot, there's not a lot of talk on Brendan Armstrong. I, I was looking, uh, just not a lot of people talking about him right now. Um, does play Virginia. Like he's having a great year, throwing for a lot of yards. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really kept up. I, I think I've seen the game where he was playing Kenny Pickett. And I think they, they were both playing really well. I mean, they put up mad yards. Well, like Kenny Pickett's, you know, the, the the one that's going to be drafted really high. And Brent Armstrong might not even be drafted. So, I mean, watch wow. out for that. So, I mean, that's going to be a tough one. So, yeah, so there'll be more. J.J. Wang is our current, our local podcast expert compared to me. I'm sitting there, I'm like, looking up these guys. Like, I, I know about Malik Willis. And you got the name right on Ritter. It was Desmond. Good job. Yeah, so. I'll give you some of what I might know, guys. Keep an eye on in leagues as you're getting to the close of seasons or as you start next season. Just out of curiosity, is um, keep an eye on Haskins because he was very in. Tomlin was intrigued with the guy. Maybe Tomlin's going to tinker with him. Maybe he's not playing him this year just to see what he just to train him to let him step in because we know Rudolph stinks, so he's not the answer. And Big Ben looks pretty terrible. So unless they draft a quarterback, it could they could be saying, "Hey, can we make Haskins the future for our team?" Yeah, they could also they could also be in the business of you know getting one of those veteran quarterbacks next year, like a Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo G. type. Yeah, that's gonna be the he's gonna be the he's gonna make himself some some cash next year. Yeah, so I mean, we also you also got the Redskins out there, you know, that's looking for uh, the Washington football team that's looking for a quarterback. Are they? Yeah, I think so. We'll 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 talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a hot commodity this year. And I think another two guys to keep an eye on the offseason, just pay attention to your league. Justin Fields has looked pretty bad this year. Somebody might be trying to unload him easily, and Trey Lance didn't play. So if somebody would be like, I didn't get him all year, I'm going to trade him. So know your league, see what suckers you can find. I mean, people that will trade with you, you can find to do it through with you. So let's get in. we got a couple of minutes left here. We're going to do some quick, uh, before we get into bye weeks this week, are the Panthers, the Browns, the Packers, the Titans. Couldn't come at a better time for the Panthers as they recoup from losing CMC. The Brownies are going to lose their running backs. Landry looked like he was stepping up. The Packers, you're losing some big guns. But they'll be healthy at least for the playoff runs. Nice end of the year. Titans, it, we'll talk about them a little more because that running back room is interesting. We were going to talk about the Tuesday, but with a bye week. You, we'll, we'll talk about it as we lead into next week, like which guy you'd prefer and whatnot. So Titans and then I guess Brown another week to heal, I guess. And Julio, he's on IR, but Julio to see if he's alive. So those are the guys you're missing. <laughs> yeah, we knew that was coming. So we got, we're going to play a little quick game of would you rather, I call this the would you rather desperation version. So we're, we're in dire straits. We are desperate for some players due to injuries, due to bye weeks, or just because some guys are playing pretty horrible that you might have drafted thinking they were going to be sneaky good. I'm going to give you some guys. It'll be between two and four guys. The four guys, you'll see why I did it that way. You tell me who you would rather have and why. So this week, I've got, I'm going to start with quarterbacks. I've got an underperformer and some underperformers in a fill-in. This week, would you rather have Glennon, who is starting for the Giants, versus, or would you rather have Trevor Lawrence, or would you rather have Tyrod? Who would you rather have? 
I want to say Trevor Lawrence. That's who I really want to say. But if I'm being honest with myself, I'm probably going to say Tyrod just because of the rushing capability of that team. You know he can, you know, you know he can run a little bit, get some rushing touchdowns. I'm I'm going to say if I'm desperate, I'm 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 saying Tyrod. They both have horrible ma- – they all have pretty bad matchups. Tyrod has the Colts who are pretty good. Glennon has the Dolphins who, homer pick or not, are playing amazing defense right now. And Lawrence is against the Rams. So Tyrod has to be the running pick. I mean, you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to cover your eyes, push the button, and submit them because they're all pretty bad. Yeah. How about – let's go with some guys that are, might be on your team. You might have to pick between your, your boy who you don't think will be quarterback next week, Heineke, or who another guy who people don't think will be a quarterback next year, Carr. So you got Heineke for the Washington, and they're in the same game. Heineke or Carr in the Washington at Las Vegas game? Who would you rather? So they're playing each other this week. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going to stick with the hot team here. I'm going to go with Heineke and the Washington football team. They've been playing really well lately. Uh, Finally realizing that Antonio Gibson can run the ball. so They're giving him a lot of carries. Carr, I think uh, Waller's, Waller's hurt. Uh, Renfro's the only receiver that they pretty much have. They have Foster Moreau. I don't know if you really want to rely on that guy. Oh, we're talking uh, about him. Probably. Yeah, Brian Edwards. I don't even think he plays anymore. Josh Jacobs, I think, come up on the injury injury mm-hmm. report. So as the Washington football team is getting healthy, the Raiders don't seem to – Raiders kind of on the opposite end of that. I'm going to take Haneke and a WFT to keep their streak going here. Okay. I see on that one, I would probably follow you too. I think I think either one, I think they'll be pretty close, to be honest. Yeah, I think they'll be pretty close. Pretty close. So let's look at the, the battle of the backup running backs. We are looking at Alexander Madison up in Minnesota, who is playing against Jamal Williams from Detroit. Both of their starters are out. They're in Detroit this week in the Dome. Which one of those guys would you rather have this week? So this one, I'm just going to go with the better team here. I'm going to go with Alexander Mad- Madison. He's He was good earlier in the year when, shocker, Dalvin Cook was hurt. He was playing like that elite backup that we thought he could be in the previous years. He finally started showing out a little bit. And Jamal Williams just plays for the Lions. So that's that's <laughs> scary. But, you know, I think he's going to – I think he's definitely going to get the volume. Of course, they don't have anybody else. They don't got no receivers. They got – yeah, all they got is Jamal Williams. So, I mean, he's probably going to be a three-down back. But I'm still taking Madison just on the fact that he looked so well earlier in the year when um, Cook was out. Yeah, I'd be curious. I think Jamal Williams, if you're looking at waivers, might still be there if it's weird, if you have a weird league. But he will get some receptions because yeah. they should get rolled and he should get the receptions out of the backfield, which is what I'm banking on in some of my leagues this year as I play him. The next one is the Battle of the Committee Backs. i got two committees. I'm going to name all four backs. You tell me who you'd rather have. We are going to go with the New England backfield versus the Denver backfield. So you got you got Stevenson or Harris from New England. you got Gordon or, or what, Javon Williams in Denver. There's brain fright And Denver is playing the Chiefs. Patriots are playing the Bills. If you had to pick one of those guys and you only had one spot, It'll be a flex spot, obviously, which hopefully, uh, probably a starting running back. Which one would you start? So, Ramondre and Damian Harris is tough. I really don't want to start either one of them. I can't, with both of them, it's it's just really tough. And unless they're going to score a touchdown, it's, it's hard to pick. Gordon is good. I think he's a 21, 21st running back overall. And Javante Williams is coming on strong these last few games. I think he's the 26th. Running back at the moment, 
So if I'm picking one of these guys, I'm going to go with a hot hand here. I'm going to go Javante Williams. Maybe I get that late season running back push. My heart's going with you too because I got some Javante Williams stock in two of my teams. But I, I think Ramondre and Harris, they're going to each run about what 12 times, 12, 15 times for 67 yards. And hopefully they get a touchdown. Gordon will scour a touchdown and make you frustrated because you want Williams to be a stud. But yeah, Williams seems to be coming on. Although all the scores and predictions don't like him at all. Okay, I'm going to skip the next one. I'm going to go to this one. We're looking at dumpster fires here. This will be our last one. So we can close out the day and give everybody a great week. This one's pretty bad. Let's go. Josh Reynolds, who looked good with his old quarterback in Detroit, or DJX in Vegas, who got his standard DJX bomb. You got you have wide receiver woes this week. Which one of those guys would you rather start, Josh Reynolds or Jackson? I think I'm going to start Deshaun Jackson just on the fact that he can get that bomb touchdown. I mean, he can he can literally have zero points and then all of a sudden bust out an 80-yard touchdown, and then you got 14 points right there. I don't think Reynolds has that capability. So if you're picking between these two, you're looking, you're looking for some high upsides. You're looking for some high upside here. And I think DJX has proved it. I mean, he has a couple – you know, he had a couple big passes with the, uh, the Rams earlier in the season, and then the Raiders. He's coming out, you know. What the Raiders' best receiver at this point, you know, other than Hunter Renfro. I mean, he's, he's definitely going to get a, a lot of run here. <laughs> I mean, this, this is terrible. That's uh, the yeah, point I'll of the go, game. <laughs> I'll go to Sean Jackson. Yeah, I think I'd go the other way. I'd go Reynolds. I'd, I'd figure they're going to pass a lot. They're going to be behind a lot. DJX, you need to get that one long bomb. If you don't get the one long bomb, you're getting zero. Reynolds, I think you can get 30 yards on three catches, and that's that six is more than zero. <laughs> and I'm going with six more than zeros where I got to go. So I'm going to go. I've got to share some with y'all um, selfishly for my family. Then JJ Wang's going to lead us into week 13. So I have two wonderful kids that love to do, love Christmas and love to do things for Christmas. They are ringing Salvation Army Bell at my house as like Christmas lights. I put a link in our in our notes if you want to check them out. Uh, feel free to to donate on there. They have lofty goals. They've already raised $825 in three days. They did so good that San they do a, a celebration dance called the Happy Dance every time they get so far, and Santa did it with them earlier this week. So there's a video on there of them doing it with Santa. So if you want to support us, it'll be on our Instagram feed. I'll put a link in the notes this week, and I'll mention it the next couple of weeks, but they are, they are having a fun with it, and any support from, from Courier Nation would be awesome. So JJ Wang, take us into week 13. Yeah, good for your kids. I'm glad you're um, getting them into that. That's good. good that's, that's what we need in this world right now. Kids that are growing yeah, up yeah. trying to trying to help people. So that's how it started. Kudos to your kudos to your family for doing that. Uh, any little bit helps. So if you can help out, and as always, trust yourself. And trust the process.